Welcome to the Stoic Sage. In this podcast, we are dedicated to using past knowledge tested by time to empower people of today. This podcast series includes discussions around modern challenges utilizing wisdom from nearly 2,000 years ago with the goal of bringing about how to think rather than what to think. Welcome to the journey to sagehood. Those who are well constituted in the body endure both the cold and the heat. And so, those who are well constituted in the soul endure anger and grief and excessive joy and the other effects. Epictetus. Hello, my fellow Stoics. Welcome to the collection of powerful quotes series, whereby each month I pick out quotes and reflect on their importance and how they can be applied to today. If you follow Stoic Sage on Instagram at the Stoic Sage, you will have most likely seen these posts. But more importantly, it's extremely important to not only see these kinds of posts on the internet and social media, but to reflect on why they are important to live by. As I've said in the past, and like many of the Stoics have also said time and time again, embody the philosophy that you preach. So to start... The first quote that I'd like to go over is by Epicurus. If a little is not enough, then nothing is. So Epicurus, I want to give you a little bit of background on him. He was the founder of Epicureanism, which was established around 307 BC. The ultimate goal of the highest good being pleasure. Much like Many of the past philosophies, unfortunately, Epicureanism fell to the wayside when Christianity took hold in Rome. Fortunately, uh, Stoicism ultimately held strong since it best resembled the Christian values at that time. But back to this quote, this speaks heavily to cherishing the small wins. Today, social media is usually used to celebrate the big wins and overall applauds the bigger wins with the small ones being seen as minuscule or worthless. The thing is, many will not tell you how many small wins it took to get to that big win. If you keep up with the bodybuilding world, for example, it's a very common meme to show the bodybuilder on the number one step, you know, in a competition with the building blocks of the photo being hard work, dedication, sacrifice, etc. But the crowd still says it's probably steroids. Whatever your opinion is on the bodybuilding world, it is still very true. It's a very it's still a very true reality that social media um, has overall curated our minds to have this mindset. What I walk away with when I read this is bring back excitement with the small steps. My mediocre podcast, for example, is still growing, and I'm proud when I see another viewer tune in. In my personal life, I made it a point to journal every single day. And while I stopped here and there, when I look back, I still see my words grow in the book that I've written. This is a small step that will make great habits that I want in the future. I love to exercise. Another example. Most times I slip with my eating regimen, but I still see the progress 
that those previous weeks have made on my body. It's these small progress checks that we should be proud of. Don't look at the image, the overall image that you want. Look at the progress that you have made. If you can't be proud of these small incremental improvements, the big win, if it were to just fall in your lap right now, would still not mean anything to you because you didn't enjoy the journey. Another quote that I would like to talk about is by philosopher king Marcus Aurelius. Anyone who aspires to make observations about mankind should look upon the human scene as from some lofty height. Can we all agree that we all have an opinion on many matters, from politics to education to climate change, etc.? Agreed? Good. This is an obvious reality that we can agree on. Now, why is it that many people, especially those with large followings, have such umbrella assumptions about many topics? It's not wise to entirely agree with their statements, especially if they're not experts to begin with. An opinion, sure. A wise opinion, even better. But these umbrella assumptions seem to stem from their perspective of what they see, not what is, right? Comments about, my, about mankind or, or, uh, or of large groups are generally made with large umbrella assumptions. How can we make proper change for the greatest number of people if we can't agree that many things can be true at once? The sky is blue, but in many spectrums, there are many colors as well. This quote by Marcus Aurelius speaks to this thought. If we want to make comments about mankind, we must first understand that one individual does not share the experience or thoughts of all mankind. It is just your perception. That is one reality. Another is, in life, there are many truths, not just a single truth. With these being true, is your perspective accurate in making great assumptions about mankind? Of course not. And as Marcus says, look up on the human scene from some lofty height, which means to say, remove yourself from the individual and look essentially in third person. Then we can create and develop wiser opinions on mankind. What you'll actually come to find is that there is no one way of resolving one issue that involves many moving parts. Another reality you will come to find is that the majority is outside of your control. Have your opinions, but share wiser opinions with regards to mankind. The final quote that I wanted to reflect on was by Victor E. Frankel. When you are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. This quote is very interesting as it speaks to self-realization. This practice is difficult since you are essentially attacking your ego. When you are in a situation that is unfolding in an unfavorable way, we tend to think, 
What more can I do? What should I have done? Well, this person didn't do this or that. If it wasn't for this or that, it would have worked. But by doing this, are we not protecting our ego? As many Stoics would say, ego is the enemy. When we are faced with adversity, we can sometimes forget that the failing situation could be changed by changing ourselves instead, instead of just dragging through it. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, but you can also turn on the lights yourself. Turning on the lights being self-realization and improving. An example that we can use is an argument with your significant other. Whatever the argument is and whoever's fault it is, can it be prevented by improving upon yourself? If it's a consistent issue, we should be challenged to change ourselves or your significant other to prevent the challenge from occurring again and again. That being said, this concludes the reflection of Stoic quotes. I hope you enjoyed them and I hope this brings about a better understanding of how Stoics should think and truly embodying the Stoic philosophy passed down from ancient writings to social media posts. Next month, we'll continue this series with the next batch of collection of powerful quotes. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help out the show. If you would like to check out some Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I wish you well, fellow Stoics, on the path to sagehood.